Jay Brown with it. Come on, Jay Brown. I like the way you teach it, not preachy. I like to listen up. Listen up, yeah. I like the way you teach it, not preachy. I like to listen up. Listen up. I like the way you teach it, not preachy. I like to listen up. I like the way you teach it, not preachy. You better listen up. Welcome to another episode of Not Too Preachy, where you can be inspired, informed, comforted, and convicted from the Word of God, just not too preachy. My name is JB, and I am your host today. Before we get in, let me give a couple of shout outs. Well, yeah, let me go ahead and get to the shout outs. Give a big shout out to my young friend, 13 years old today, Dorian Hayes. Dorian Hayes turned 13 today. He's an April baby. Taurus has ruled the world on some days, especially during the Taurus season. We're going to go with that right there. Yeah, we're going to go with that. Um, so happy 13, Dorian. Man, I was able to uh, put my eyes on you for your birthday, so it was good to see you. Um, so happy birthday, Dorian. Okay, baby, I'm not, I can't see. That's why I don't look at my phone, because my wife talking about, you know, I'm going to get the dishes. I just turned the phone over. You saw You didn't even see that. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to my big brother, James Brown Jr. He will be 48 on Thursday. So happy early birthday to the big brother. And sandwiched between Dorian's birthday, which is today, and my brother's birthday, which is Thursday, is your boy. I'll be 44 tomorrow. 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 Yay. Happy early birthday. My birthday is Acres Homes, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I got you. Fofo. That's old, but I got you. (laughs) I got you. Oh, so, uh, quick, quick shout outs real quick. I want to give a shout out to my boy, um, Marcus Sullivan. He's the host of the Marcus in the Morning Show on NGN Radio 91.7. Uh, he had an, uh, a bicycle accident. I was actually with him where he uh, injured his arm, but he had surgery today and the surgery went successful. Prayers were answered that everything went well and he is at home resting. So shout out uh, to Marcus. I'm glad that the Lord uh, has brought you home so you can begin your recovery. Glad to have you. Um, last shout I wanted to give, and this is this is pretty close to my heart. I want to give a shout out to everybody that may be watching or uh, uh, that has children, or if you are a young person yourself, that is a part of the graduating class of 2020. When Governor uh, Abbott gave out the mandate that schools would not open again this year, I know for our 12th graders, man, that really hurt because you would not get a chance to experience graduation as normal, right? as normal. Um, but let me tell you something, they may have, uh, the coronavirus may have taken away your ability to walk the stage, but it has not taken away the diploma. And you're still gonna get it and you can still move on um, with life. Um, so um, class of 2020, 12th graders, class of 2020, college graduates, class of 2020, uh, eighth graders who will be promoting to ninth grade, class of 2020, fifth graders who are going to sixth grade, class of 2020 kindergartners. Big up to you. Uh, be, be creative in your space and still um, celebrate 
uh, this time. I know it's tough and it's different, but again, they can't take it away from you. You've done the work already and you will get to move forward. Uh, one last birthday, I, I almost forgot. My godson, Jordan Woodard, his birthday is gonna be Thursday as well. And we doing a drive-by on Saturday, or is it Friday? <laughs> Whatever it is, but we're doing a Corona birthday drive-by. We're going to turn the music up. We're going to have that Luke puppet. We're showing number one for the next time. You know, we're going to be doing Yes, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. All the shout-outs, but I know some of y'all may know, uh, so I want to present to some and introduce to others this other face on the screen. This is my friend and my sister whom I deeply respect, a woman of God, hard work, creativity, so much soul, so much soul. I wanna introduce to you my friend, Sheree Johnson, also known as Phoenix. Y'all give it up for my friend, she's in the house. She's in the house, everybody. My girl, Sheree. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I am honored to be on this platform with you. I am honored that you would share this space with me. And um, I'm honored to, to know you. You're pretty cool, too. I appreciate you. Well, thank you, because some people think I'm cool and other people think I'm cold like a polar bath toenail, whichever one you think is best. You understand what I'm you saying. Know, you dig? <laughs> you got to be a little bit of this and that in this world. Got to be a little bit of this and that. So uh, let's introduce yourself to the people. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I am Phoenix Johnson, and um, I'm, I'm just that regular girl who loves God, but like my brother, I'm just not too preachy with it. And, you know, periodically we get a little preachy, but um, I have been doing ministry for quite a while, and a few years ago, there was a evolution that happened in me, um, and I believe as uh, believers, if we are not growing, um, we are not thriving. It, it's impossible for us as leaders to not change if we want to see others change. And as I started to experience this evolution, it um, was such an evolution and a change for me. I began to see myself differently. I began to see God differently. And I began to see people differently. And as a result of that, there was this dying that I had to experience. Um, and from my death, I felt a resurrection from death. And that's where we get Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix is a bird that never dies. Phoenix is a bird that rises from its own ashes. Mm -hmm. um, so I clearly heard in the spirit, Phoenix. And uh, and I know there are a lot of people who are like, who she thinks she is to change her name? A full adult. <laughs> a full, <laughs> a full adult paying her own bills. Uh, but if anybody would like to cash at me, I am at Phoenix J. I mean, I am Phoenix J. If you want to pay these bills, I'm good with that. Like, wait, wait, wait. What happened to that? I N D E P. What? What is it? But we can still cash out that. When the song went out. <laughs> I mean, I, was, I mean, if you want to pay a bill, you have a voice. <laughs> bills equal voice. Can you pay my bill? Can you pay my telephone? Telephone bill. Yeah, like bills equal boys. So um, yes, oh. when the evolution took place, it changed me. It changed the dynamic of who I am, what I represent, and how I position myself in the world to make an impact. So as a result of that, I used to do some coaching and some speaking and some training, and I dissolved one business and created another business, the Phoenix Group. And the Phoenix Group is designed to cultivate, educate, and to advocate. And so we cultivate by doing leadership training. Um, we educate by creating resources, um, any type of resource that a 
organization may need for-profit or nonprofit. And then there's the advocate side where we take causes and initiatives and we look to push things forward. What we're advocating for now um, is equality for all people. Uh, I started a clothing line called Created Equal. It's at IamCreatedEqual.com. I'm sorry, gotcha. .org. Um, and we do t-shirts and sweatshirts and things like that. But the whole idea of Created Equal um, is to help people realize that we are all equal because we've all been given a something. And I think what happens in life is because I don't know what your something is, but your something looks bigger than mine. I'll spend my time worried about your something and I'll forget that I've been given something. But if in life I will do what I've been called to do, I will maximize who I am and I will leave this world empty. It may not be all the things that you have been called to do, but it was what I was called to do. So we're all right. equal in that sense where we were all created. We were all created with a something. Um, and so it's this idea of diminishing this idea that somebody's better than others. It's helping us dissolve this classism, sexism, racism, uh, all of those things and help people realize I can thrive where I am if I had just embraced <clears throat> where I am. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. That's, that's a nutshell. That is, that is definitely a nutshell. And, and, and I want you all to know as, as I spend time with my sister, that is really a real nutshell because there is so much to her uh, that is so out, it's ridiculously outstanding, um, that, you know, that God gifts people in such a fantastic way and still have, so I'm going to still say it still got so much soul. But, so, so let me, let me, let me ask you this. Do you remember the first time we met? I don't, I know it was at church. Uh, I feel like it was at one of them youth things. Was it, okay. Was it one, uh, at, what was Gene Moore's church name? Uh, so I guess it wasn't that. No, I'll tell I'm, you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. Um, and if I'm wrong, then correct me. But this is this is my first memory of you. When I first came onto the youth ministry scene um, at Lily Grove, I was reaching out trying to connect with other youth leaders in the city because you know I know kids, but I didn't know kids and ministry. That was that was a new avenue for me. Uh, I, my business is kids, you know, I've, I've been doing, you know, doing work with kids since I was about 19. Um, and so I reached out to, you know, several youth ministries uh, and trying to find the youth pastors at these different churches, connect to learn to, you know, do ministry together or just in a space where somebody who understands what being a youth minister is can be a part of it and we can grow together, support one another, throw ideas and that kind of stuff. So I reached, I, I connected with Will, you know, Will, you know, connected with Will Cumbie. Um, I connected with, uh, I don't know, I don't remember who the youth pastor at New Faith was at the time, uh, connected Dre. with me. It was Dre. It was Dre. It was Dre. Um, I connected with, um, I, I don't know if Pierre over at Living Word had, had come by, had come to this, but I did connect with Pierre and it may have been one other person, maybe one other person, but we all ended up meeting, I want to say maybe at New Faith. And then you walk into this room, big voice, big personality. Now, now understand, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say it, and it, but just, just understand that the genre where I was in, I had not been exposed to a lot of women in ministry, okay? Um, and so you come in, you got all this personality, and I'm like, man, I have never seen anything like this before in my life, and I'm like, she is, I mean, she is, it's, it's, it's like fire all over you, like the thing is for real. 
uh, even before you knew that. And I was like, man, this, this, whoever this is, she moves rooms, uh, she changes atmospheres, and she's somebody, she's somebody special. And so in our talking, everybody was talking about what they're trying to do in ministry or whatever. And I, I threw out the idea that I was going to do Super Tuesday. I don't know if you remember that, but I was going to do, I did a thing at the church where we had tutorials, we were going to feed them, and then we had Bible study just for kids. And it was open to the community. And I think after I threw that idea about, we all prayed about it, and I launched it about a month later, and it went great. It went great. But I remember being at that table wow. with you. And I'll never forget that moment because I was like, this is a person whose personality I like to be around. Um, so <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> so you see what I deal with, right? <laughs> no, this is the good stuff. This is the good stuff. That is hilarious. Oh my gosh. I don't remember that meeting, but I now remember because we ended up meeting, I think at my church one time, we started having like prayer, right? Yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah. Doing, <laughs> we started yeah. Doing, I can't. I, the Grim Reaper. I, right. We started doing youth leaders prayer. We started like praying together. So I do remember right. like that time. Right. Um, yeah. And what's funny is like, I don't even remember that girl. Like, I don't remember that Cherie. Wow. Like, wow. Yeah. I mean, I know like, you know, no, no pride attached to it. I know who and what, you know, God has called me to do and be and impact and how he's called me to impact the world. But there have been many instances where I can't even remember having the impact um, because a lot of the time while working in those spaces, I was so broken inside. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and so to hear you say, I showed up big. I'm not crying on your thing because I'm not doing that today. But <laughs> I'm not doing that. that is not. What I'm doing today. Not doing but that to today. You say I showed up big. I started to remember that era. Yeah. And in that era, internally I was broken. Well, um, I, 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 I wish because this, this, this all, this, this might make me take a tangent. Okay. It's your because, show. Yeah, I, I know, but you, but you, you hit a chord there because I recall in an era in a space for me where I died too. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But we're going to still do our lesson. But let me just drop this in real quick that we have a treasure, right? In cracked pots. Yes. In broken vessels. That's, that's, that's what it is. And so what you were dealing with in your brokenness, the treasure had always been there. But the thing that's cool about the Phoenix is what's on the inside is what ends up bubbling on the outside. And, and that's what's cool about the, the Phoenix bird because that's why you can survive in ashes because you're already built with fire. Right. And so, and so ashes is just what's left, but the fire, the fire is still there, the heat is still there. But I, I understand what it is to be broken in a spot where it shows that you have a lot of influence. But, you know, yeah, hey. I, I, used to, I, I used to ask God the question like, why is it, that it has to be this way. Like, right. why is my journey the journey of I'm watching others experience a freedom that I don't have? Yeah. Mm. Um, and I would just get, trust me. I don't even see you. Like, trust what? Um, but all I knew to do was to go and to do and to be and to show up. 
And even if for me showing up was crying from the house to the church, right? I was still going to show up. I was going to fix this space and get out that car. Um, and a friend of mine, she's a praise and worship leader, amazing praise and worship leader um, for Change Church. <clears throat> Orlando, Florida, everywhere. Uh, but she, uh, she used this term that we come out on end. How that when you have a certain devotion life, although things may be happening, when it's time for you to come out, you come out and you already in. So like right. I would just hit the stage and I would be in. And there were things that would happen and transpire that I don't remember uh, because it wouldn't be me. And I may have to leave that space, get back in that same car and cry from car to home. Oh, all the way home. Yeah. I was suicidal. <clears throat> I was homicidal. Yeah. All of those things. Uh, but when I hear stories of someone saying, like you showed up big and it and it and, and it made an impact, it reminds me of that time and it reminds me of God's sovereignty. And it reminds me over and over that he has a plan. And even when I don't know all the ebbs and flows. Like, and he's going to get his glory regardless. Regardless. It's so not about me. It's about his glory. I, I, so, I so want you all that, 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 are, that are watching, that are listening, or will watch the replay or listen to the podcast to hear some, uh, some real, you, all you're going to get is authenticity or not through preaching. But I need y'all to hear this, that there, it's even in this space, that there are so many people that are, are doing a work for the body of Christ, for the kingdom of God, that are doing so broken. Mm-hmm. And it is tough because parishioners, kids, they still need us, right? And we have to sometimes, you know, wipe the face away. And, and, it's, and it's odd because once you get in the spot, once you got the book open, once you in it, then, it's, then, you're, then you're good. And then you have to go back and get on your knees and, and cry out and literally cry. And I know I've had some fights with the Lord. Like, are you, are you serious? Like, oh, is this, really, is this really how this is going to go down to be? Am I really am I really out here alone? Am I a leper right now? Right. Like, you know, where where where's the crew when everything was you know, those kind of things. And then God said the same thing, but I've never left. I've been here this entire time. And so I need people to hear that, that whatever you're doing for the kingdom or whatever you're doing in, in life, the promise still stands that I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And the, the promise still stands that even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, David said he fears no evil because guess what? God is with them. And that's and that's that's such a that's such a powerful truth. Okay. Is there anything that 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 you want to take 30 to 60 seconds to deal with that may vex you? I mean 30 seconds. What vexes me are lace fronts that the lace does not match your scalp. We know that's not yours. And it's, it's disarming and it's alarming and it's frankly not right. So if you're going to wear that lace front, I need you to go ahead and bleach that lace part that's out the same color as your scalp because <laughs> it just, and while you're doing that, also stop putting that baby hair down there. You're old. You're too old for that. You're too big for that. You are not a baby anymore. Uh, a baby hair that's banged. I'm done with it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm vexed. Oh God. I I I don't sorry. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna say this about about the lace front situation and I'm gonna move on because I don't, you know, I, I have a lot of sisters and you know around I know, I'm, I'm and, in trouble already. I already hear it in the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> I, only thing I have to say about that is uh please be prepared for the opening of everything. 
if you do wear lace front, God bless you, do what you have to do. You're beautiful. Just be prepared because if they open up on a Monday, hopefully they have opened everything else up so you can go back to life normal with the proper stuff. What you like, stuff? Your blending stuff? <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. And they're gonna need okay. to resurrect these old because I mean your lace front been your lace front your lace front been in quarantine. Uh, you're gonna pull that joint out, you're gonna get you need to take some days, prepare your Greg Abbott is already telling you, prepare yourself, shake it out, get it ready. Don't pull that joint out on the day of thinking it's gonna be right. You've changed. Why why didn't you wear yours tonight? You know, because I don't even do that. I'm a, I'm natural. We locked up, locked and loaded. We're not okay. I didn't wear it because I didn't want to be embarrassed, Tossie. I just, I was just, I was just asking for the people. I just asked for the people. My, my lace knife bleeds. I'm vexed because of that. That you, that, that right there. Now I'm all. Just, let's let's move on. We're going to be in Acts chapter one, um, and the story that we're going to be looking at is the ascension of Jesus Christ in verses one through eleven. And so let's do a quick rewind. Um, Jesus has already been betrayed had the Last Supper, been betrayed, he's already been denied, beaten, tried, crucified, buried, resurrected, hallelujah. He's walked the road to Emmaus uh, with a couple of guys and, and they were like, oh man, our hearts are burning now. Now we know that's, that's him showing himself to his disciples. He's seen by many as proof that he has indeed resurrected. So now you have eyewitnesses to the resurrected Jesus Christ, right? Now it's time for his ascension because he's been saying, let you go back to what John chapter 14, uh, I go to prepare a place for you, mm -hmm. right? So he's, he's already been telling them that at some point I'm gonna have to leave this place, but I'm going to return. But now we're at the point where he has to ascend to the father and he is going to um, go up. And so if you're, if you're gauging through the verses, I'm just gonna give you a quick overview of what happened in the story. Um, so Jesus has been showing himself over a course of about 40 days, mm -hmm. 40 days. Uh, for the sake of time, we're not going to run through how important the number 40 is in the Bible. Um, and, and, and at this point where they are on the mountainside, he's talking kingdom business. He's talking kingdom business. All right. Um, and he tells the apostles that you are going to wait here in Jerusalem for the Holy Spirit to come. All right, he's been promising that the Holy Spirit will come, the helper will come, even though he's going to leave, there's going to be another like him, that is the Holy Spirit that's going to come and remind them of all the things that he had taught them and give them uh, what they needed, right? And he said this phrase, and this is a great phrase, he said, John the Baptist baptized you um, with water, but in a few days, they're going to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. That's a different kind of baptism. You know, if you baptize in water, that water can run off. Mm -hmm. uh, and it can evaporate. <clears throat> but baptizing the Holy Spirit, uh, that's a secure down payment that doesn't go away until it's time to see him face to face. And he'd be like, okay, you put your, that down payment, you got your security payment in, um, your earnest money, if you will. Right. Uh, that's what it, so, so we got down in verse six. So the disciples are still talking to Jesus and they ask this question, are you going to restore the kingdom now? And it's kind of the same conversation that the guys on the road to Emmaus were asking, like, we thought he was going to be the one to restore the kingdom of Israel. So these guys that were with him on the road to Emmaus were followers. They weren't the apostles, but they were followers, so they've been close. They're, they're worried about the kingdom on earth. Uh, the disciples are worried about the kingdom on earth, but then when you go back to Palm Sunday, they were yelling, Hosanna, Hosanna. 
uh, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he uh, who comes under King David. So they were talking about, okay, this guy must be here to restore the kingdom of Israel. So that shows already the disciples still really didn't get it. They didn't get it. And, and I'm not going to be hard on them because we got all the information from Genesis to Revelation. And we still, still don't get it. <laughs> still don't get it. Okay. And so Jesus replies and says, that's, that's, that's none of your business. That's the father's business. You know, stay in your pay grade. That's, that's not your concern. But, uh, but here's uh, where you ought to be concerned. You're going to receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And with that power comes responsibility. There's, there's going to be uh, something that you're going to have to do with that power. So that power is not for you to hoard that kind of power, but that power is for you to go and be witnesses first in Jerusalem, that's home, then Judea, then Samaria, just kind of stretching out, and then to the uttermost parts of the world. So you're going to be witnesses at home, surrounding areas, and then you're going to impact the world because in a couple of days, you are going to be sealed, baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then after he tells them that, which got to be something, then Jesus ascends on the cloud, he goes on back, and then two men, kind of like they were at the tomb, appear, and they're telling these guys, why are you sitting here standing, staring at the sky? And I thought about that because when you go through the textury, there are only a, a couple of times where you could probably see that may have happened. Mm -hmm. One is in Genesis when Enoch was walking with the Lord. And what did it say? It just, it just kept on going. Just took him. I don't know if anybody else was there while he was taken, but the Bible says he was walking with the Lord and the Lord just took him. Uh, some old preacher would say, God was talking to Enoch and he said, well, Enoch, we're closer to my house than we are to yours, so. <laughs> Come to my house. <laughs> Come to my house. Um, and then you have um, in Kings, I, I can't recall the first king or second Kings, when Elijah was taken up. Mm -hmm. Now, Elijah was there, but Elijah was taken up in a chariot of fire. Mm -hmm. And so there are only a, you know, a couple of instances where this may have happened. So I can understand why they may have been standing there like, okay, this guy's really floating away on the cloud. Right. He did it. <laughs> yeah. And so <clears throat> those two men in white, probably angels or angelic figures were like, yo, stop standing here, staring at the sky. This same Jesus that you see going away in the cloud, he's coming back in the same fashion. So let me run back real quick to this, this word power and let's have a little little Greek study. It's going to be, when I say little, I'm not even putting a T on it, like little. little Greek study. A, a little Greek, go ahead with your little Greek study. And it's little, it's little. Because I haven't taken Greek or Hebrew like, you know, Pierre Cannings and those guys. But let me say this. The word for power in this one is dunamis from where we get our English word dynamite. Mm -hmm. Dynamite, it's, it's dunamis, then you, that's Greek, and then you have the Latin root, and then dynamite. And so what we're talking about, the kind of power we're talking about here is explosive power. And we know when something explosive hits anything, that whatever that thing it hits or wherever it is, it's never the same again. Yeah. It's never the same again. But Sheree, I want to hear your thoughts because that's the whole story. But what does any of that matter? What does any of that matter? You know, as I was listening to you give a recap of the text, um, the thing that stood out most to me uh, was when we get to the end and, and it's he's telling them, you know, I may be ascending or leaving, but I'm going to send back this power. You're going to receive this power. But power is what makes you witness, right? Yes. So he yes. gave us power, but not just any, not power to chill, mm -hmm. 
power makes me witness. So, you know, then it makes me think about when a person, and I, I you know, I just want to step on toes, you know, when we, you know, we all wear this badge of I'm a Christian, you know, sure. I'm a believer, I know the Lord, but you don't witness. If you got the power, it's, you don't have an option because the right. power's used to witness. Like right. the power wasn't mm -hmm. given for home, you know, for real estate. The power wasn't given for, you know, it wasn't given, you know, to build tall buildings. The power wasn't given to make a lot of money. The power was you will receive power to be a witness, right? right? So like if the power makes me witness and you don't witness, do you have the power? Makes me question, you know, because if we talk about this power, this dudamus power, this dynamite power means it changes everything it comes in contact with. When I receive the power, I have no option but to. Everything about me then becomes a witness. So how do we have these people who say they're of the power, but they don't witness? Like, so, so, so then the, the, the fact that you, 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 you changed your name to Phoenix, I keep calling you Sheree. So, uh, you know, you're my brother, but, you, you haven't known you longer than, than two years. So we good. <laughs> all right. Word up, word up. So with the Phoenix character is, you know, for popular culture comes out of X-Men, right? And so all of these X-Men have this mutation and, and they're only, there are two sides and there's only one X-Man that kind of walks the middle sometimes. That's Logan. Wolverine kind of walks the middle, but either you're Professor Xavier or you're uh, Magneto. Mm -hmm. And so Professor Xavier is training these people how to harness their power and, and use it uh, for the good of mankind. And then you have Magneto who's trying to help them develop their powers and to use it to destroy mankind to make uh, almost a master race of mutants like humans don't belong, regular humans don't belong. And Professor Xavier is like, no, nah, we can do this to make a better world, mankind. So do I hear you saying that if you have the power and you're not witnessing that you may be using for your power for the wrong reason? Because you, you said it, and I'm just asking that, you know, we have, you know, people say, yeah, I, you, you know, I got this power to, you know, make my business grow. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I have this power to, um, to get the next job. Or you know the the, the claim the claimant like yo this you know I got to get this house it's it's mine you know this, you know is is it possible that those of us who claim to have this power this Holy Spirit power once we accept the Jesus Christ that we may be using this power for the wrong thing in the wrong way the wrong reason wrong fashion? Um, I don't know. I would say that I would say that there is a difference between our gifts, um, which will give us influence, um, and the power of the Holy Spirit that allows us to be a witness. Right. So you have people that are just in there, you know, they're gifted. Right. I was born with this gift. I got a mouth gift. People can talk up on anything. No education. Got more money than everybody because they have gifts and talents which create influence and allow them to be who they are, do what they're supposed to do. But when we think about like this power of the Holy Spirit that allows us to, as believers, be witnesses, right, to witness and tell others about Jesus Christ, then I tap into the gospel. What I was designed to do was to share who he is with the world. That was what I was created to do. So I, I think we may have two different types of power. Because if I'm talking about, you know, you know, I got this power and I can just create businesses. Yeah, that's just my gift. That's, that's a skill that I have. 
but do you have the power of the Holy Spirit? And if you're out here flagging, you know, I'm a Christian, I got the Holy Spirit, but you're not witnessing, do you really have the power? You know, my dad used to say sometimes, you know, he's like, I'm not saying you're not saved, but have you really received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Have well, you I, really, like, because when you really? when you've had an authentic experience, then we're anxious to share that. Like, 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 um, last time we went and had coffee. And he was like, you got a coffee shop right here. Why? Because you know that coffee shop had great coffee. Great coffee. And so when you experience something in a very authentic way, in a very real way, then we're typically anxious to share it. Like, I have experienced Jesus Christ in a very real way. And sometimes it came through painful circumstances. It wasn't always the happy joy, joy, I feel it, the emotion, you know, no, no, that kind of thing. It was like, man, when I was alone crying on my pillow with nobody around late in the midnight hour, and he showed up, I'm like, ah, this thing is real. Let me go tell somebody about it because I'm not, I know I'm not the only one that's experiencing this kind of pain or this kind of trouble, this kind of turmoil or whatever. But let me tell you about a man who will come and sit with you. The, the, the feeling that the Holy Spirit can get us up when we're broken to go and still tell a dying world that Jesus is mighty to save. The only kind of power that we can do that under is under the power of the Holy There are preachers that stand up every Sunday after Sunday after Sunday after Sunday, things that are broken in pieces on the inside. But the only reason that they can get up and stand and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ is because of the power of the Holy Spirit. It is supernatural. It is untouchable. It's something that you have never, it is, it is not the uh, make you jump and shout and holler. You know, there, there are things that come with that. But when you got to push through, when you're when you're standing, so let me let me let me let me let me let me tie something real quick, um, and I'm gonna give it back to you, because the command in the early part of the chapter is to wait here, mm-hmm. and the promise is the Holy Spirit, and I think that's great that Jesus Christ tied the command to the promise. If you do what I say, you get what I got. Mm-hmm. Now you can't have what I have for you if you're doing it your own way. And I think sometimes as believers, we think we can have it one way without the command, without doing what he said. Because witnessing, was a, go ye therefore teach all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, and I will be you, we, with you all. He told his disciples that witnessing was and is for the believer a command. But let me ask this question, because I know you want to jump in, and then we're going to wrap it up. You're doing it. Why are we struggling to witness. Why are we struggling to witness? I would venture to say that we struggle to witness because many of us have not, when we think witness, we are confusing witness with someone else's preference or gift. Mm-hmm. So my witness may not look like your witness. Right. Right. If, if, if my personality is different, my presentation is going to be different than yours. And I think that, I mean, when you think about millennials and things like that, like the way we grew up in church, they're not growing up like that. So right. witness for them is totally different. Right. The idea that, you know, 
we would get one job and work on it. A friend of mine told me her daddy worked his job for over 50 years. People not thinking that no more, right? Right. But because that was a different time and the, it was something else was necessary. But I think people get lost in thinking that my witness should look like somebody else's witness. So if it doesn't look like that, if it's if it doesn't let me go to brunch on Sunday, if it, you know, or it's not gonna let me go to brunch on Sunday. If I witness, I can't go to brunch on Sunday. If right. I witness, I may not be able to have wine. If I witness, I may not be able to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. If I witness, I may not be able to, you know, do certain things. If I witness, I can't wear a bathing suit. Like people get witness mixed up with man's doctrine and man's thought processes. When witness is, God will allow you to witness and be a witness out of who you are. Right, right, right. And where you are, because we've all been given a level of influence and we'll never be able to go outside of that, do more than that, because that's what God has given us to do. So if we embrace who we really are, what we've been called to do, and the impact that we have in the world, we can just walk in this thing of, I just am, right? And when I realize I am, everything about me is a witness, because I am. Like, everything is about me to witness. You know, people stop me, oh, I like your hair. That's an opportunity for me to witness. Am I going to stop and say, you know, because the Holy Spirit, no, 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 I'm going to have a conversation <laughs> with you. And when you walk away, something about that conversation is going right. to feel like I experienced something different. What happens with a lot of people is they forget that one plant, another water, but God gives the increase. So I may just be on the plant side. I may just be on the watering side, but people get it twisted and think I got to wrap them up, pull them out, do them in, and I don't have time to do all that for people. No, all I got to do is be a witness and witness don't mean I got to preach to everybody. Witness Witness means I'm going to live my truth. Witness means I'm going to give everything God has given me. He's given me love and light. I'm going to give love yeah, and light. Love and, light. Right. and I'm going to run into somebody one day and I'm going to plant. And then they may run into you another day and it's, they're going to water. And then one day they're going to walk into church and God's going to get an increase. I'm not responsible <laughs> for that. People be too busy thinking, oh, my witness got to be like Reverie's witness. No, it don't. No, it don't. It's the witness that God has given you, walk in that power. And when you start walking in that power, you walk in the rooms and change atmospheres. You walk in the places and people be trying to figure out who is who you. Is that? You say, I am me. Right, right. That's who I am. But that's what the Holy Spirit. I, I got you. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, 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 I'm shouting. Really, I am. <laughs> but, but, but you still doing it not too preachy. <laughs> but but that's but that's the real. It's, it's it's we worried about stuff that's above our pay grade. How how, how about this witness? Go be kind to somebody, man. Right. Stop stop being a jerk. Be, be I'm being a jerk. Yeah. Be be kind to somebody. Uh, a, a a kid doesn't have baseball cleats, and your kid is on the same team. You got a couple of extra bucks. Go get that kid some cleats, man. Right. It's, it's 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 actually okay. And the thing about it is, when you treat people with dignity, then that gives you audience. Gives you an audience, and they'll, and they'll start to listen to whatever you have to say. And whether no whether whether you're, whether you're on the soccer field or whether you're at work, even even at church, sometimes if you just smile and say how you doing, but actually asking the question as opposed to saying how you doing, like hello, like how are you really doing during this COVID crisis and people find out that you're concerned, then now you have audience. So when they start asking you, hey, what, what is this thing that's different about you? Well, I have a power that has been given to me through the blood of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit. And anything that you see me do that is of estimable impact is only because of him. Only. It's, only, it's only because of him. And if we would accept that truth, that those of us who have accepted Jesus Christ have power to change the world, 
the world. If, oh, okay. Oh, we gotta stop. If the if the if the church, we, me, would accept that fact, then we could literally change, change this the world. world. And 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 it's already been changed by a couple of 11 guys that have said, you know, we're going we gonna to go do this anyway. We're going to take our beans with joy to go tell people about Christ because we saw the man. We saw him do it. We've seen what he's done. And and, and, I, and you, you know, beat me if you want to, but I'll, I'll glory in that. I'm, I'm going to celebrate in those tribulations because I'm taking those strikes for Christ. If, if, if we if we would just be in our place as a church, and just, if, if we just love, can we just love people? Just right? love. Just love. Yeah, to if, fix. If, yeah and, and we can start there. Stop. Telling somebody, I love you, no matter where they are in life. And they'll think it's strange until you show consistency. And mm -hmm. then they're going to ask the question, who are you and what is different about you? Well, I took a walk with a man on the road and he told me everything about myself. And from that day, my life has never been the same. Never. That is, that is something. Uh, but before we impact the world, impact your block. Impact your block, yes. Impact your house, Jason. Your house, uh, your your wife, your your children, um, your friends, your cousins, um, your parents, if need be, um, the the kids across the street, the 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 elderly person down the corner who's paying somebody to cut their grass when you have a working lawnmower, and impact a, a block, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, and then maybe go to the civic meeting, Judea, and then maybe go up to the state capitol to advocate for teachers being paid more since we are essential Hello. to Maria. <laughs> and then you'll watch, and it may not even be you, but if you influence one, then that one was going to go influence another one. And then we have this thing called exponential growth to where it may not be you because the apostles did not go to all parts of the world, but the witness did. Yes, the witness went. Because I'm, I'm not called for overseas mission. They didn't, they didn't call me for that. <laughs> but I will give. Yeah, we went to Haiti one time, friend. Yeah. We can't, I told my pastor we came back, honey, I don't ever have to do that again. I'm going to continue to give toward the mission. I'm going to sow seeds and prepare missionaries to go. I just, it just wasn't for me. And, and, and can, but the witness gets to go. Yeah, but, every, but you knowing that is important because you would have done more damage going and not wanting to be there in your spirit and your heart not being in it. Um, you would have done more damage. So staying behind and still being your role because as much as Haiti needs ministry, so does Sunnyside. Hello. That's why I was like, yeah, I was called a local missions. People are called, you be know what you know what you're called to do. Because yeah. that trip wasn't for me, but I can go around the corner. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a, oh, we're gonna wrap it up right there. Uh, two words for the night. Empowered witness. Empowered witness. And, and just like the two men in white said to the, to the apostles that were standing gazing in the sky, he's coming back. He's coming back, people. He's coming back. Um, final words, make sure uh, that you go and subscribe to the podcast. I really don't want to end this. So we're going to end the live here, but me and Sharia are going to stick around and talk. So um, I, 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 I kind of hate that for you guys, but I want you guys to, to go on about your business. Uh, and I knew this would happen because that's the kind of spirit that she has. But make sure you go and subscribe to the podcast, Not Too Preachy. It is on all platforms, iTunes, Google Podcasts. It is on Anchor. It is on Spotify and whatever way you listen to podcasts, Not Too Preachy is there. Also, make sure here on Facebook that you update your notifications so when we go live, then it will tell you that we are live so you don't 
miss. If you're watching the replay or listening to it, please share it with your friends and your family, and let's get this witness of the word all around the world. Uh, Sheree, do you have anything that you need to tell us about? You got any promotions, anything coming up before we log off? Um, first, thank you again for allowing me to be on Not Too Preachy because you are not too preachy, but you preach just enough. Um, because of my brother, I will eventually be starting a podcast. It's called Speak Up and it's it's going to be fire. And so look for that very, very soon. Um, it's going to be an opportunity for us to just say what's on our mind and speak up so that others can be changed. So I'm excited about Speak Up. We working speak on up. it, we grinding it out. So I'm excited. We got stuff to say. I'm, I'm about to speak up. I got something to say. We're gonna say it then. All right. <laughs> hey, I, I can. I'm a rapper too. I got bars. I got bars. Handlebars, bikes. I got a bike. Phone, phone. Guys, tune in next week. Uh, same bat time, same bat channel, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for another episode of Not Too Preachy. We will continue down this road and acts, and then we're going to actually drop off next week and change subjects. But next week we got to talk about what happened when that fire came. So. Come on by and listen in for a talk on Pentecost. Until then, may the Lord bless you and may he keep you. And um, do me a favor. Stop catching love bugs in your hand. They can influence your behavior. <laughs> Peace, y'all.